Hello there, and welcome to the Big Boss Book Club. Hello, thank you for listening to the Big Boss Book Club. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Boss Book Club. There is also now a Facebook page at Big Boss Book Club. You can get our link tree at both locations they will point you in the direction of cheap shot entertainment squared circle jobbers also our Kofi page where you can leave a small donation should you wish to and um, please like follow subscribe uh, leave a review wherever you can any and all support is greatly appreciated uh, thank you so much and enjoy the show Hello, welcome to this week's episode. So this time, a little bit late, unfortunately. Um, if you do follow me on Instagram, you'll you'll know that I did mention there. The last week's episode was the end of my Arkham Horror Innsmouth Conspiracy campaign. It was supposed to be this episode, but unfortunately, I got an email from my um, retailer <laughs> um, of choice telling me that the Cyberstrike... Yu-Gi-Oh! structure deck had been delayed further, um, which was a little bit annoying because I knew for a fact that some local stores had got it, or more local stores to me had got it in, and I'd opted to go with these guys because it was a. I, I pre-ordered it like as soon as it was announced, and I got a really good deal, um, like really good deal. I, I I don't think I paid seven pound for each of the decks. And I was like really chuffed, but they kept saying, no, sorry. And then I emailed them again saying, okay, it's coming up to the day you're telling me I'm going to get it. I haven't had any update. Do you have anything for me? And they basically said, um, sorry, we still don't know when we're getting them. So I can't even give you a, a date of when they'll arrive. So I've opted to cancel my order with them. I was in town with uh, the little man. was in Waterstones um, trying to eye up something for the the partner for Christmas and I noticed that they'd got not only a sealed box under their counter of these decks but also like a full full case of them like well like a full pack sitting on the shelf so I picked three up um, <laughs> and cancelled my order I'm just waiting on the refund now so I just decided to buy three of them um, quick backstory if you've listened to the first episode of this season you'll know how much I've been looking forward to this deck being released the cyber slash cyber dark archetype has been a real a, a real what would be the best thing of way of saying it um, I don't know it's been very near and dear to me it's been very close to my heart I feel that it does hold a lot of sentimental value for for various different reasons as I said it would probably a little bit weird coming from the lips of a 34 year old guy but yeah it, it, this uh, archetype allowed me to creatively throw myself into a game when I was going through a bit of a dark time and allowed me to come up with some very cool uh, strategies so I don't want to uh, reminisce too much if you want to hear a bit more about my thoughts on it you can go back to the first episode of this season if you already haven't listened to it so got the the three copies of the deck in hand the plan is simple i'm going to open one up because even though i've, I've kind of read a thousand times of the stuff that's in it I, I don't a few of the cards don't necessarily ring a bell in terms of what they do i don't really uh, go to tournaments so i don't retain as much information on Yu-Gi-Oh as i used to 
Um, it's such a bit of a shame I'm going to have to break these open. Just make a first glance though, the artwork on this box is, is phenomenal. And the artwork on that cyber, I think it's Cyber Dark End Dragon. Yeah, Cyber Dark End Dragon. That's just wonderful. Is the artwork on that is spectacular. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go for a quick musical interlude. We'll come back. We'll crack open the deck. Have a look at what's in it. Maybe some first initial thoughts. And then what I'm going to do is essentially mash the decks together to make one giant oversized deck. Strip it down to forty cards. And we'll keep the extra deck as it is, probably. Even though there's five extra cards. Yeah, 15 card extra deck. So actually, the extra deck I don't need to touch at all. The actual main deck itself will, will strip down. I know there's some some nice bits in here from what I've seen. Um, and then we'll come up with a nice budget deck just based on this. I know the first episode of the season, it was more of a fantasy build. What would I do with the cards when I got them? This episode is going to primarily just be about this structure deck and how can I make something that's going to be reasonably competitive against the people who I play against. Um, I have done something like this previously. I did a, a budget build with my first actual budget build was using the old Chaos Dragons structure deck. That went really well. I think in the end I put in two cards from outside the deck one was a black luster soldier envoy at the beginning and the other was a galaxy galaxy ice photon dragon is that the name of the card like a level eight three thousand attack point light light dragon um i put that in it's like just a little bit of extra fun really but the deck was primarily the, the three structure decks smashed together cut down to 40 cards i've then done it again with the sacred beast structure deck where i mashed that together cut it down to 40 cards had a load of fun with that deck. Actually, had an opportunity recently to finally play it, and managed to do really, really well. Like the like, oh yeah, like really well. Com com compared to the fact that I was place, I was facing constructed decks. Uh, Robert was playing as his sort of red eyes build, and then he played as his tune deck. Um, his stepson Ash then used his uh, Magnet Warrior build, and both of them, they didn't get walked over, but they definitely didn't really know what to do when a 4,000 attack, when they had multiple 4,000 attack point monsters staring at them. It is quite a, a scary prospect. Um, I did give it a go with the Obelisk, the Tormentor, Egyptian God deck, but I think those decks were massively missold i think there was this they're not quite as bad as a starter deck but they're not as good as a structure deck i, th I tried to make a, a 40 card deck and being able to get obelisk out was very inconsistent there was no surefire way of getting him to your hand there was no surefire way of getting him out once he was out you could maybe do some stuff and maybe do some business but to get the damn guy out was was just a nightmare um, and just wasn't worth I, I don't think they were marketed correctly i kind of feel like you maybe needed to buy one of each of the or maybe three of each of the decks put them together and then cut it down to a 40 deck and maybe see how it was but with just three obelisk decks on their own it, it just wasn't any good so i'm quite looking forward to seeing how this cyber strike structure deck 
operates um so like i said we'll go for a quick break we'll come back and we will open up one of these bad boys get a look at the deck itself and then i'll go away rip open the other two boxes and we'll um we'll get a 40 card deck made right we'll be right back Welcome back. Okay, so I'm just going to crack open this box. I seem to remember them. I'm not sure why they do this now on the inside of the boxes. Put this weird cardboard, almost like shelf in the middle. It's really weird. It's got a play map with instructions. Oh, wow, look at that. That is some good artwork, that is. That Cyber Dark End Dragon is just cracking. Um, oh, promoting sets, of course. Strategies. I'll make it a bit more powerful. Usual stuff, right. Okay. So I think I did go over a few of these cards in the um, first episode of the season. Foils are already bowed. Jesus. I don't know what's going on with Yu-Gi-Oh foils at the moment. They seem to just bow so quickly. Like these haven't even these have been sealed and they're still bowed. So let's have a look at the foils first. So we've got Cyberdark Chimera. I think I talked about that in the episode. Cyberdark Realm. Now that doesn't sound too familiar. When this card is activated, you can add one Cyberdark monster from your deck to your hand with a different name from the cards in your graveyard. During your main phase, you can, immediately after this effect resolves, normal summon one Cyberdark monster. You can only use a normal summon. You can only use the previous effect of Cyberdark Realm once per turn. If you equip a monster from your graveyard by the effects of a Cyberdark monster that activated when it was normal or special summoned, you can equip from your opponent's graveyard instead. Okay, so you activate this, you add a Cyberdark monster to your hand, you can immediately normal summon it. You can only use that ability though, that's it. When this card is activated, you can only use the previous effect once per turn. If, equi if equipped a monster from a graveyard, so you can use your opponent's graveyard essentially. Ooh, foil Cyber and Dragon. That's nice. Cyberdark End Dragon. That is a that is such a sexy card. Five thousand attack as well. Cyberdark Dragon. Cyber End Dragon must be fusion summoned or special summoned by tributing one level ten or lower Cyberdark Fusion Monster equipped with Cyber End Dragon. Unless there's something in here, my understanding is you can only Cyberdark Dragon can't. Can't equip Cyber End unless there's something in here that lets you do that, which there could be. Cybernetic Horizons card is always treated as a Cyberdark card. Send two dragons and/or machine Cyber monsters with different attributes to the graveyard, one each from your hand and deck. Add one dragon or machine Cyber monster from your deck to your hand. And if you do, send one machine Cyber fusion monster from your deck to the graveyard. You can only activate one Cybernetic Horizon. That's really good. That's definitely going to be a three of Cyber Dragon Hearse. Yeah, seen that before. Fusion deployment. 
see I had my eyes on this for a while but never actually bought it so I'm kind of glad about that reveal one fusion monster in your extra deck special summon from your hand or deck one of those fusion materials whose name is specifically listed on that card from your hand or deck you can also count special summon monsters from the extra deck except fusion monsters that's quite good actually and then finally the, the uh, infinite impermanent impermanence Target one face-up monster your opponent controls negate its effects. Then if this card was set before activation is on the field at resolution. For the rest of the turn, all other spell and trap effects in this column are negated. If you control no cards, you can activate this card from your hand. Hmm. Must be good. I mean that's a pit that's a cyber. Not cyber dragon infinity on the card, I think. Not bad. So let's actually side that Chimera do again. You can discard one spell or trap card or power bond from your deck to your hand. You can only use dragon or machine cyber monsters as fusion materials this turn. Also, once you when you fusion summon this turn, you can also banish monsters from your graveyard instead. If this card is sent to the graveyard, you can add send one cyber dark monster from your deck to the graveyard with a different name from cards in your graveyard. Jesus Christ. Anyone else notice that Yu-Gi-Oh is going the same way as Raw Deal? Just needing to read a mountain of text before you get to the ability on the card. Okay, so we've got Attachment Cyburn. Go into the commons now. They're all perfectly, perfectly straight. <laughs> Not bowed in any way. Um, target Dragon or Machine Cyber Monster you control. Equip this card in your hand. Gain 600 attack points. If this is sent to the graveyard or equipped to a monster, you can target one other dragon or machine cyber monster in your graveyard special summon it. That's not too bad, I guess. Cyber dragon, cyber dragon's eye, cyber dragon dry, cyber dragon beer, the chester, the chester. I only recently got foils of them. Oh, damn. Cyber dragon core, love cyber dragon core. Cyber pharos, cyber valley, cyber phoenix, horn, keel, edge. Cannon, Claw, Langling. I bought three copies of that after speaking to a guy a while ago about Cyberdarks. He actually said to me, you need to get this card. And I was like, really? Read it. I was like, damn, you're right, mate. The Kaiju. Nice. Jizukuru. The Star Destroying Kaiju. You can special summon this card from your hand by tributing one monster your opponent controls. If your opponent controls a Kaiju monster, you can special summon this card from your hand in a tap position. I do like that. The Sacred Beast structure deck had a kaiju in it, and it has been an absolute game changer for me. In all those games against like Robin Ash, they they all brought out something big and horrible or something that was hard to get rid of, and I literally just tributed it for that for a kaiju. Gizmek Orochi, pretty certain I recently got three of them as well. Um, Gale Dokra. Insect. Spend 3,000 life points. Send one monster from your extra tip to the graveyard. Man, was that a last minute addition. That was simply a case of, we need to fill this last slot. What should we fill it with? I don't know. An insect that doesn't fit into the archetype at all. Cyber Eternal. Common as well, that's very surprising. Target one machine, cyber monster, fusion monster, sorry, in your graveyard. Return it to the extra deck or special summoning when it's summoning conditions. Um, if a machine, cyber, fusion monster you control would be destroyed by battle card effect, you can banish this card from your graveyard instead. Yeah, that's that's a three of, isn't it? 
Cyber Repair Plant, Cyber Emergency, Cyber Load Fusion in common, wow. Cyberdark Impact in common. Cyberdark Inferno in common. Future Fusion, that's good. More recent printing. Fusion Tag, Machine Duplication, I do like that. Target one machine monster you control with 500 or less attack. Special summon up to two monsters from your deck with the same name as that face-up monster. Oh wow, talk about just clicking. So Cyber Dragon Core's ability is this name becomes Cyber Dragon while it's on the field or in the graveyard. Target one machine monster you control with 500 or less attack. Special summon two monsters from your deck with the same name. Which means you can bring out Cyber Dragon. Surely. I feel like I may have missed a trick there. Limit removal, common, yeah, million of them. Cyberdark invasion, common again. Really surprised if. What did they give us now? Cyberdark realm, cyber end dragon, cyberdark end dragon, cyberdark. Cyberdragon hers in fusion deployment probably didn't need to be foils. So cyberdark invasion, continuous trap. Activate one of these effects once per turn, target one Cyberdark, effect monster you control, equip one dragon or machine monster from either graveyard to it as an equip spell. It gains a thousand life points. So essentially you use the Cyberdark invasion to equip Cyber End Dragon from the bin to your Cyberdark Dragon to give it a thousand extra attack points. Send one equip card you control, equip to a machine monster to the graveyard, destroy one card your opponent controls. I like that. Cybernetic Revolution, common, wow. Power Bond, common, I like that. Call of the Horde, yeah. Paleozoic, Canadia. Target one face up monster your opponent controls, change it to face down defense position. Once per chain, when a trap card is activated, while this card is in your graveyard, you can special summon this normal monster. This card is not treated as a trap, it's summoned this way. This card is unaffected by it. Oh. That feels a little bit of a waste. Cybernetic Overflow, yeah. Chimera Tech, of course. Cyber Darkness and Cyber Dark. Power Bond and Overload Fusion. And your usual array of advertising. Dual Links by Structure Deck, which is stupid because I've already got it. Let's see the Duelist Link Evolution. Cool. Nice little, uh, nice little deck there, really. Liking a lot of the. I like a lot of the cards. Okay. First thoughts. I think I've been missing a trick. I can't. That's. I wonder if I might get some clarity on if that actually works or not. But target one machine monster you control with 500 or less attack. Special summon up to two monsters from the deck with the same name as that face up monster. And. Cyber Dark Core counts as Cyber Dragon. Cyber Dragon Natchester. Natchta becomes Cyber Dragon. I feel like I've been missing a trick there. <laughs> oh boy. I love Cyber Dragons. Didn't know that, that was how it worked. Okay, cool. Yeah, first thoughts. I'm liking the foils. Don't necessarily agree with uh, Cyber Dragon Hers and Fusion Deployment being foils. I kind of feel like those Cyber Dark. Spells and traps maybe should have been the foils because hers is already out as a foil, so it seems a little bit silly reprinting it as one. I mean, Cyber Dark, Cyber End Dragon, you can't go wrong with that as a foil, but 
Yeah, it feels like, I mean, even infinite in, in permanence. It's nice that it's foil. Probably didn't need to be. I guess a foil is always a nicer reprint for something that's essentially a staple in decks. And, and not even in necessarily in decks, but always inside decks. But Fusion Deployment of Sad Dragon Hers probably shouldn't have been foil. Probably could have used... What's it called? Cyberdark Invasion and Cyber Eternal. They probably could have done with being foils. Mm. It's not me who makes these decisions though, so it's fine. Wonderful. Cool. Yeah, I like it. I like the, the look of the deck. I'm getting a good feel for it. I'm really looking forward to uh, to mashing these together and doing something wonderful with them. Um, so we'll go away. We'll have a look at the actual... We'll get the, the other two decks opened up, get them added together... And then we'll strip down to 40 and uh, see what we're left with. So, uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Okay, so just having a look at the deck I've put together. We'll start with the extra decks. That's easy enough. Um, there's literally 15 cards in the three decks. So I've just smashed them all together to make a 15 card extra deck. So that's uh, three copies of Chimera Tech Overdragon. Uh, three copies of Cyber Dark Dragon, three copies of Cyber Darkness Dragon, three copies of Cyber Dark End Dragon, and of course three copies of Cyber End Dragon. Um, the deck itself, not entirely sure of how happy I am with it from a, I guess a, a, a jank perspective. I guess is probably the best way of. Uh, um, saying it so essentially i put together the deck that i wanted to play and then i kept looking at it and kept looking at it and thinking to myself there's too much there's kind of too much going on um that the balance felt well it didn't feel like there was much of a balance it felt very um just just a bit chaotic so <laughs> sneakily jumped online and had a look at a couple of um, budget decks that people were building um, quite liked how a couple of them were a little bit more balanced so I sort of went back to the drawing board and, and had another look through um, the card pool because essentially I started off with like three cyber dragons, three cyber dragon cores, two of each of the original cyber darks, horn keel edge, um, three cyber dark claws, three cyber dark cannons, two copies, well actually three copies originally of cyber dark uh, chimera and I kind of sat there and then I was like oh I want hers in there as well so I put in like two copies of hers and then oh what about Natchter, Natchter, whatever it's called, two copies of that and then I realised before long I had something ridiculous like 26 monsters and I was like don't really need that many monsters and especially considering i still need to put in spells and traps the spells and traps are a big 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 deal in this um uh, deck so i kind of decided to just decide that i was going to go a little bit more on trying to get out cyberdark and dragon as part of the overall game plan so i think i did mention it in that first episode essentially when i look at a deck I have sort of four rules that I like to kind of follow. The first one being, how do I want to win? Well, in this deck, it's quite simple. I want to be able to bring out the Cyberdark End Dragon and smash my opponent into the floor. 
Rule number two is generally how do I want to win if that doesn't necessarily work. So the deck, I've, I've still got the backup of Cyber End Dragon, of, uh, I've still got the backup of Chimera Tech Overdragon, um, the Cyber Dark Dragon, the Cyber Darkness Dragon. So I've still got the backup of that in the extra deck just in case things do go a little bit sideways. But when I was looking at stripping down the monsters, I needed to think about what I wanted to bring out. So I'll go through what, what I've put in. So I've put in three copies of Cyberdark Cannon. I love Cyberdark Cannon. I am tempted to take one out. Um, and I'll explain why in a little bit. I've got three so copies of Cyberdark Claw. Uh, you can discard that to go get any Cyberdark Spell or Trap. There's so many cards in this deck that I can search. Having three of is pretty much uh, an essential. Three Cyber Dragon Cores. Again, it searches for a Cyber Spell or Trap. There's so many cards in this deck it hits. It needs to kind of be in there. Two copies of Cyberdark Chimera. Uh, essentially, he's good, but he's I don't think he's good enough to run three of. Two seems like a good number. One would be too few. And you can search for him using Cyberdark Cannon. The here's where things start getting a bit interesting. So I've put in one copy of Cyberdark Edge, one copy of Cyberdark Keel, and one copy of Cyberdark Horn. I don't think I'm going to be trying to hit them on the field. Like my original constructed Cyberdark deck really ran them heavy they were what i was looking at getting out and using as my main attacking force i don't think that's going to be the case in this deck i do feel the fusion deck is what's going to be my main uh, attacking element so one of each seemed fine which is the reason why i'm tempted to drop one of the cyberdark cannons and make it only two of because it only searches for the machine monsters and there's only five of them in the deck. So having three Cyberdark Cannons seems a little unnecessary. Um, there is probably an argument to maybe even drop it to one. But at the moment, I'm going to stick with three. Um, just for the time being. I may do a couple of games with it and see. If it does find itself being useless I probably will swap it with a copy of the, the Star Destroying Kaiju simply because I feel that that's a really in like I said in the Sacred Beast deck those Kaijus have, have I mean there's only one cop three there's one but I've got three copies of it. it has just been an absolute lifesaver so very tempted to, to maybe put in a one of uh, I've only got one copy of Cyber Dragon in there much to my dismay one copy of Cyber Dragon hers, again, much to my dismay. And one copy of Attachment Cyberm. I didn't like it at first, but I, I don't know. Um, I do kind of like the idea of being able to bring it back with Cyberdark Invasion and equip it. Cyberdark. Then Cyberdark Evasion's ability allows you to bin it off to destroy a card in the field, but then its ability activates, so I can target one of the Dragon or Machine Monster I control in my grave and special summon it. So it feels like it's gonna pull some pull some weight potentially, not necessarily. I mean, again, six hundred attack points for equipping it anyway. 
So in, in the case of Cyberdark Invasion, I'd equip it, and the monster it was equipped to would gain 1,600 attack. So I don't know if that feels reasonable. One copy of Cyber Dragon hers, and one copy of Cyber Dragon. Don't feel Cyber Dragon is going to be as needed in this deck, because there's so many ways of getting Cyber End in the bin. And then you're really only using it to equip to the Cyber Dark End Dragon or the Cyber Darkness Dragon. So it's not it's not going to be as critical as I would probably like it to be. I would love to run three copies. In fact, maybe that's what I'll put in a second copy instead of Cyberdark Cannon. Um, in fact, that actually does feel a bit more solid. Maybe. We'll have a look. Then, and also hers, when you use the ability... What's the spell card? Let me find it now. Um, Cybernetic Horizon. If you send use it to send hers to the bin, you get to go grab Cyber Dragon from your deck anyway. So it's just nice and it's a search, and you get to bin it, and it counts as Cyber Dragon. So I've got a copy of Overload Fusion in the deck. Will allow me to Chimera Tech Over Dragon. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much why it's in there. That is actually it for monsters. Quite a low monster pool. Um, but I do feel there's a lot of spells and traps that need to be in the deck. I had to really thin down. I don't even have... Um, oh, what's it called? Let me get the card. I don't even have a single copy of the uh, Cyber Eternal in there. Mainly because... Doesn't fit. <laughs> in fact, there's one card I think in the trap section that I would consider taking out for it. One of my big concerns is that it says target one machine cyber monster in your graveyard, return it to the extra deck or special summon it, ignoring its summoning conditions. Now, my understanding was even if a fusion monster, if a fusion monster just goes straight to the graveyard, never gets summoned, you still can't bring it back, is my understanding. So and with the Cyber Dark End Dragon's ability stopping it, protecting it from activated card effects, the second ability on Cyber Eternal doesn't feel that good either, where if it would be destroyed by battle or card effect, banish it to stop it. And at 5,000 plus attack, it's not going to be destroyed by battle anytime soon. So I've kind of opted to leave that. Um, so we'll have a quick look at the spells. I've got one copy of Overload Fusion. Three copies of Cyber Dark realm three copies of cybernetic horizon two copies of power bond three copies of cyber emergency which i'm also tempted to reduce down to maybe two and a copy of cyber dark inferno only one copy of inferno because obviously it protects your cyber dark effect monsters that are equipped but cyber dark end dragon has that inbuilt so it doesn't really need it but just in case you need to go to Darkness or Cyber Dark or, or um, even one of the no lower end Cyber Dark cards, it gives them a bit of protection. So I think it's worth a one off, but not worth any more. Three copies of Cyber Emergency, which I am regretting because I don't necessarily think I need it. It does let me go search for Cyber Dark Core, which is pretty, pretty critical. Um, that's essentially really what it's in there for. So a little part of me is tempted to, to maybe bin one of them. And maybe see about putting in one of the other spells with the cyber sort of not being the cyber style itself not being overly critical 
a lot of the cards in there probably wouldn't bother with things like um, cyber load fusion, cyber repair plant. Um, they don't seem overly necessary. Future fusion, even machine duplication, don't really need that because um, I don't really have much issue getting them, getting them out or getting them in the the bin, which is really where I need a lot of this stuff. Power bond, obviously, because it's the the main fusion in the deck. Cyberdark Chimera can go search for it. The ability on Cyberdark Realm is quite nice. Um, do like the idea of adding a Cyberdark monster, and then you can just normal summon. You don't actually even need to normal summon that monster. Um, I like the idea of being able to equip from my opponent's graveyard. Not that you're ever really going to be in a position to do that unless they're playing level 3 or lower dragons or... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The Cybernetic Horizon, though, is definitely a 3 of. Absolutely cracking card. And again, it gives you a reason to keep those Cyber Dragon cards in the deck. So the Hurts, the Cyber Dragon, the Cores, because you do need them. I mean, even the um, Attachment Cyburn, you can even bin, bin that as a part of it because it's still got Cyber in the name. And lets you bin Cyber End from your extra deck as well, which is always useful. Overall, I think that that's probably one of the best spell cards in the deck. Overload Fusion, one of. As I said, you've been in a lot of cards. If everything goes to pot, Overload Fusion gets you out your Chimera tech. Nice and easy. Then, let's have a quick look. Traps. This is where I think a lot of my my concern is, and this was really where I got a little bit more focused on the online stuff, what I was seeing online. So I've gotten three copies of Infinite Impermanence. I'm not even sure if that's a card that's really going to be overly useful. Even though when I was reading it, I did kind of think to myself, how many times has Ash or Rob or, or even Andrew brought out some monster with some nasty ability that I sat there going, this is ridiculous, what am I supposed to do about that? Actually, Infinite Impermanence uh, blanks its ability, so it's and it's a hand trap. So if you control no cards, you can play it from your hand, which is great because you could do that at the start of your turn, like a, almost like a spell. Get rid of the the ability, bring out the monster you need to get rid of the mon your opponent's monster, and then get rid of it. So I, I do like it, but I don't like it at the same time. Um, there were some traps that I really wanted to play, but then I kept thinking to myself, there's probably no point. I really wanted to put in Cybernetic Revolution, because you can still get out. The whole point is you're trying to get out things like Cyberdark Core. Cybernetic Revolution can sacrifice that Cyberdark Core, uh, Cyber Dragon Core to go bring out a Cyber End Dragon. Yeah, it gets destroyed, but you kind of want it in the graveyard anyway, so there's no real negative to it. Um, but Infinite Impermanence kind of, uh, kind of took the... Um, the role of that so i don't know what again play testing we'll see how it goes uh three copies of cyber dark invasion i think it had to be three copies the ability to uh equip a, a dragon or machine monster to a cyber dark effect monster you control from either graveyard as well as an equip spell and give it a thousand attack is just great so against like ash oh i'm gonna bin my blue eyes because i know i can get it back i go okay what's well, fine i'll take your blue eyes and i'll equip it to my monster and i'll give it a thousand attack for the privilege absolutely wonderful send the equip card you control to destroy a card in the field that's really good and cyber dark end dragon's ability to equip a monster you can almost get them in a combo you destroy the monster with cyber dark invasion to destroy a card your opponent controls but then cyber dark end dragon brings the monster right back and re-equips it 
So, yeah, I do like that. After a lot of soul searching, instead of Cybernetic Revolution, I went with one copy of Cybernetic Overflow. The deck doesn't have much in terms of destruction power. It's pretty much focused on the getting the big monster out and attacking. So Cybernetic Overflow, um, I've got... I think I worked it out as three. So I've got Cyber, Dark, Cyber Dragon Core, which is two stars. Hers, which is one star. Cyber Dragon, which is five stars. So it gives me three cards I can potentially just destroy by banishing them from the graveyard. Pretty much the job of the deck is to get them in the graveyard anyway. So it shouldn't be a problem. Then the card that really uh, really took a, a spot, which I wasn't expecting it to, because I wondered why it was even in the deck. That's uh, Paleozoic Canadia. I looked at this card first and just thought it was about getting a token out. But actually, I read the top line, and it's target one face-up monster your opponent controls. Change its face-down defense position. Now, that is super, super cool. Um, because the deck doesn't... I mean, with the exception of... Let me just get the traps. I don't know why I keep putting these cards back. Cybernetic Revolution's really good, but you're not... You're not really going to get the benefit out of them, I don't think, in this deck. Maybe if I went a little bit more heavy on the Cyber Dragons, it'd be a, a auto-include, but unfortunately it's not. Uh, Call the Haunted isn't needed, because I'm not really interested in getting anything back once it's in the graveyard. If anything, I prefer it to be there. Uh, Power Wall, for me, is a little too... Like I remember playing Power Wall in, in my old Cyber Dark deck, because it was, it was in Zane's deck in the anime. And I just love the idea of binning half my deck to fuel my graveyard for a chimera tech but again this deck isn't really focused on that so i didn't really feel that was needed either again i'm not going heavy on the the cyber cards limiter removal was tempting um, but with cyber dark end dragon having 5000 attack to start with and then cyber dark invasion potentially giving it more attack not really not really needed um, Cyberdark Eternal has said kind of feel that Cyberdark End Dragon has that ability already baked in so it doesn't necessarily need it as part of its uh, backup so again this kind of felt Paleozoic felt like a good defence card and I saw it in pretty much every list I'd looked at online and I didn't quite know why until I read the card and I was like actually do you know what your opponent brings out like that big like you know Rob loves playing like gladiator beasts they all have stupid abilities. So he brings one out. I'll activate that straight away. Turn it face down defense position. Can't do anything else. Gotta leave it where it is. He brings out that um, key red eyes card. As long as it can be targeted by effects. Boom. Turn it to face down defense position. Um, yeah. It's going to hit a lot, of, uh, a lot of cards. So it actually made sense out of the trap uh, pack that comes in the deck. That that kind of stayed in. Um, yeah, the Cyber Low Fusion, Limiter Removal, Cyber Repair Plant, even Cyber Dark Impact, you don't you don't need it. Future Fusion doesn't seem necessary. Machine Duplication definitely isn't necessary because there's not the cards in there to make it effective. Uh, fusion Tag, don't need that. Yeah, so actually it, it kind of fit in nicely to, to, to complete the trap. I'm not the biggest trap guy. I do prefer spells. Um, I don't know, ever since Jinzo was released, I've kind of just been scared of traps. So we're talking a long time. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. I mean, that's a 40-card deck. It it took a lot of inspiration from 
different builds I'd seen online. Um, a couple of people had gone really heavy on the Cyber Dragon side of things, but not, but then pretty much abandoned the Cyber Dark engine completely and didn't really play any of them other than the Cyber Dark Chimera. So, and that was to get out and played the Cyberdar Claw to get out the um, the spells and traps. Um, so yeah, I think the deck is quite nicely balanced with Cyberdark and the Cybers, but it does lean more into the Cyberdark side of things, which is kind of what I was looking for anyway, because that's always been where my my loyalties of of um, lay. So that's the deck. Uh, it's probably not what I originally envisioned. It, it, just while being off, off not recording and going through the deck and the cards in the deck, this deck literally saw maybe about four or five different iterations, um, all of which went well over 40, and I'm a big, big believer of not really going over 40 cards in your deck unless you absolutely have to. Um... Like I said, I, you could, I mean, to be honest, what's left over could probably do a Cyber Dragon deck with what's left over. Because there's plenty of monsters there. There's still plenty of spells and traps. Yeah, that may be something to look into. Maybe a common non-foil build. So yeah, so that's it. So that's the deck. Um, like I said, nice. Uh, I think it's quite well balanced between the two. It does lean a little bit more heavy into the cyber dark stuff, which is kind of where I wanted to be anyway. I actually have a cyber dragon deck built already, so cyber darks was definitely where I wanted to to uh, see some support. Uh, constructed, I don't think there's much in it really. Maybe um, probably wouldn't be playing like the uh, the Paleozoics. Um, probably wouldn't bother with them, probably wouldn't bother with the cybernetic overflow either I'm sure there's a lot better cards that I could probably put in to make the deck a little bit better, but no, so that's it um, so we'll go for another quick break uh, come back and we'll uh, we'll get some final thoughts and uh, we'll get out of here uh, be right back welcome back, so final thoughts on the structure deck I like it. I do like it. And I I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe it's a little bit of false advertising. Like it's kind of trying to it's trying to say, "Hey guys, um we know you guys love Zane in the anime. We we know that we've never really done a cross promotion of Cyberdark and Cyber so here you go. Here's a here's a structure deck that's going to give you that that uh, that's going to scratch that itch for you. You know, it's going to get you over that little bit of uh, um, that little desire you've got. We're gonna we're gonna throw you a bone. But actually, the deck itself doesn't. As a if you bought just one, I don't think you get the balance you're probably looking for. Um, I think even buying three like I have. You still don't necessarily get that balance that you're looking for. There's some good cards in there. The Gizmek Orochi and uh, the Jizukuru. They're good cards, but they don't really lend themselves, in my opinion, to the Cyber Dark or Cyber Dragon engine. They're kind of just 
nice bits to have. Even the inclusion of <laughs> of things like uh, Cyber Phoenix, Cyber Valley, they're more... These are cards that Zane played in the anime. Gale Dogra just felt like a random include that wasn't needed. I mean, Ling, Ling, Ling is, is a great card. Uh, and even the, the attachment Cyburn is a nice Cyber piece is, is good. But overall, it didn't feel... It feels like almost... Like you're supposed to buy three copies of the deck and then make two decks with it. You're supposed to take the deck, you're supposed to build a Cyber Dragon deck, and then you're supposed to build a Cyber Dark deck. They don't, almost feels like it doesn't, like I could easily take the spare stuff here and see my hands right now as I'm shuffling through. I could easily take that and build another deck with it. And it'd probably be reasonably okay. Okay, it's missing like the Cyber Core, Cyber Dragon Core and the Cyber Dark Chimera and the Cybernetic Horizon and stuff like that, but if you wanted to do a Cyber Dragon deck, you probably wouldn't really need a load of those cards. In fact, the cards that are in this deck would probably serve you well. So I don't know if that's maybe that in th that's maybe their intention. You make one, you take out maybe those like the Infinite Im Impermanence and um, and maybe sort of those sort of cards, and you maybe keep them aside, and you split the decks up into Cyber Dark and Cyber, and then build around them. I don't know. Maybe doesn't feel doesn't actually feel like I'm getting what I really wanted from the deck. Like I said, I'm I'm happy with the with the the budget build that I've uh, managed to construct. I do think it's uh, pretty cool. Like I said, it feels a little bit more balanced between the two. Like I said, it leans a little bit more into the uh, thingy, obviously. A little bit more into um, Cyberdarks, because I want to get out the Cyberdark End Dragon. But yeah, I mean, overall, you get some cool stuff to leave over. Like I said, the Kaiju saved my, my butt so many times in playing with the Sacred Beast, so I'm, I'm never going to fault seeing a Kaiju in a deck. This Gizmech Orochi as well. I actually managed to buy a copy of that a while ago, which I've gutted because I've got three copies of it in this deck. Cyber Dragon's fine. I mean, <laughs> Natchester, that was selling for so much online, and I bought three copies of it, and now I've got three common versions. Nuts. But yeah, I mean, the rest of the deck is pretty, pretty solid. I don't agree with that Dale, Gale Dogra. Send one monster from your extra debt to the graveyard for 3,000 life points. If you think I'm paying 3,000 life points to do that, you're crazy. <laughs> Ling Ling is a great card. I love that in Cyber Darks. Again, you could probably maybe even take out the Cyber Dragon cores, replace them with them, just because they're they're useful. Things like, um, you probably throw in Foolish Burial, stuff like that. Thin the deck out a little bit. Uh, Dragon's Ravine, I think, is the field spell where you can bin dragons. That's always quite nice. In, from a constructive perspective, there's definitely stuff you can do to develop the, the deck and make it maybe a little bit quicker, a little bit more reliable. Done a few test games with it, like a few test draws, and yeah, sometimes you hit, sometimes you really, really don't. So you're kind of looking for at least two of the sort of search cards in your starting hand. To try and get everything definitely going, you need to be going second so you can get a draw out of it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a budget build at the end of the day. You're not going to take that to a tournament and win. <laughs> at least you shouldn't be. So, for what it is, it's really good. I love the structured decks. I think the structured decks have always been a really nice, fun thing to play with. Um, like I said, I, I've got the I've got the the dark structure deck, three of that I just mashed together. I've got the sacred beast structure deck. I did have the obelisk one. I actually took it apart to use the sleeves um, for the for this deck. So yeah, I mean overall, I'm 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 happy with the purchase. I think it's a good thing. I kind of a bit gutted I didn't uh, get to a pre-release event to get try and get the the play mat that was on offer. The play mat is a basically the picture that I'll put it on Instagram actually with the when I announced this episode of the playmat that actually comes with the deck like the paper playmat it's an actual proper playmat image of that and it's absolutely stunning um, absolutely stunning piece of artwork so absolutely good and I've seen them pop up on eBay for an extortionate amount of money which I'm not willing to pay but we'll go into that in another episode that I've got planned because I think it probably needs to be talked about my frustrations lately with with um scalping <laughs> that's again that's for uh, probably next week's episode so that's really it if you're interested in playing Yu-Gi-Oh, you loved saying truesdale from the anime pick up three of these decks smash them together make yourself a make yourself a, a, a deck you'll have lots of fun with it there's lots of options you can pitch in and out like i said i'm going to make some changes probably as i'm playing anyway like i said i think the canon maybe doesn't need to be a three of that's maybe a two of maybe put in an extra cyber dragon and maybe even tempted to try and find space for the kaijus in there as well if i do decide to maybe pull away and, and focus a little bit more on one element whether that's the cyber dragons or the cyber ends maybe that kaiju finds its place in there um so so that's it for this week uh thank you so much for listening um big boss book club instagram Big Boss 010 on Twitter, Big Boss Book Club on Facebook. Uh, thank you again for listening. I'm Big Boss. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>